GPD, Ambernic, and OneNet have all alluded to collaborating with Valve on SteamOS beyond Steam Deck, and that raises the question, when will SteamOS be available independent of Steam Deck hardware? Today I talk about that, as well as some updates for Steam Deck and Steam at large. Let's get into it. What's good Deck Gang? First of all, let me give you a quick update on last week's giveaway and on the Fanda Deck channel. With my Q3 review video last week, I reached a major milestone. That's right, spam bots invaded the comment section. Thank you to everyone who reported it, including my guy Emilio who was able to get in contact with me very quickly. I learned a lot from that and if I do giveaways in the future, they will be very different. I also want you to know that I will never ask you to pay me a shipping fee or to contact me in any way that is not verifiable. Please note that there are a number of ways to get in contact with me on my YouTube about page. My Twitter account is there and more importantly you can get my email address from there. So yeah, I'll never ask you to reach out to me on Telegram or anything like that. So with that, the winner of the JSOC Steam Deck Care Package is Danielle with an adorable black and white Kirby avatar. Congrats, Danielle. I'll reach out to you so you can let me know where to ship to. And thank you to everyone who entered. It was mind blowing to see how many people are excited about the Steam Deck and the Steam Deck Dock 2. Of course, I did also reach an actual milestone with that video. I made it to 20,000 subscribers. So I wanted to extend a sincere thank you to all of you watching. Y'all are awesome and the deck gang grows stronger every day. I appreciate having a platform where I can nerd out on the things that I already enjoy. So again, thank you. On that note, don't forget to hit the like button and if you're new to this channel, hi, I make Steam Deck videos. If that's your jam, then hit subscribe. Now let's get to what you came here for, Steam Deck news. Many of us are waiting for SteamOS support outside of the Steam Deck and mind you, I am aware that Hollow ISO exists and it's awesome. Huge thanks to the contributors to that project for working on that. But it's not officially supported and that's important I think. In past videos I've mentioned that Valve have been working with hardware manufacturers on incorporating SteamOS into other PC handhelds. Specifically, I reported on Ambernic and Valve working together on SteamOS for the Win 600. While I wasn't pleased with the results, I do believe, based on the sources I've spoken to, that Valve and Ambernic have had those conversations. Well, it seems that Valve have had similar conversations with GPD. This was discovered as part of the Indiegogo campaign for the GPD WinMax 2. This device is much anticipated because it is part of the next generation of PC handhelds that will be shipping with the AMD 6800U. That chip has a Rembrandt architecture putting it a generation ahead of the SoC in the Steam Deck which has a Van Gogh architecture. One notable detail here is that the 6800U has a max TDP of 28 watts in contrast to the max TDP of 15 watts on the Steam Deck. This, among other things, would need to be accommodated for in SteamOS in order for it to be a viable choice for the GPD WinMax 2. Videocards.com found a conversation in the comments of the Indiegogo campaign that relate to this. A backer by the name of James Harding asks if there's any plan for GPD to integrate with SteamOS. GPD replies that Valve will effectively need to optimize SteamOS for the 6800U and that this process of optimization could take 6 months. They went on to clarify that they have in fact been speaking with Valve and Valve have offered not only to optimize SteamOS for their handheld but also to promote their handheld on the Steam website. This is extremely exciting news but I'll say that I'm only cautiously optimistic so far. 
First of all, I want to make clear that I think GPD are being honest about this exchange, despite some of their posts in the past that may be seen as inflammatory towards the Steam Deck. I think both businesses are happy to work together if the opportunity arises. However, there are a lot of small hurdles and I wonder how Valve will handle them. Well, perhaps more specifically, I wonder which hurdles Valve will choose to clear and which hurdles they choose to walk around. I've already mentioned that the TDP control in SteamOS caps out at 15 watts. Moreover, if you use SteamOS on any existing handheld like the Win 600, the TDP controls do nothing whatsoever. And what about the quick access button? Will hardware vendors have the opportunity to map one of their buttons to quick access? Or what about Deck Verified and Steam Deck specific settings? Cyberpunk has a Steam Deck preset and that is what will load by default when you're using SteamOS regardless of the actual hardware. Win 600 is much less powerful than the Steam Deck and so not every game that is Deck Verified performs well or even runs on that device. And what about non-AMD devices? The GPD Win Max 2 has an Intel variant and I have to wonder if Valve will accommodate that as well. That said, these are all questions that have to be answered anyway, right? Eventually, SteamOS has to become independent of Steam Deck, and like I said, many of us are waiting for official support so that we can use it on our desktops or laptops or other devices. Not to mention the fact that Valve are reportedly working on a new VR headset that would be driven by SteamOS as well. So if you're wondering why SteamOS is not available outside of Steam Deck yet, well, this is why, right? It's not a simple task and there are a lot of variables to take into consideration, not to mention Valve are working on a number of things. They have the rumored Citadel game potentially in development, they're working on updates to existing games, specifically Team Fortress 2, they're likely creating new VR hardware, they're preparing to release the Steam Deck dock, and they're still updating SteamOS for the Steam Deck. Given all that, how long until we can see SteamOS officially outside of the Steam Deck? Well, thanks to GBD's comments, I think at least six more months is a safe bet. I think that Valve is going to focus on making SteamOS available for a few more devices, like the WinMax 2, AOK's OEA1, and of course the eventual VR headset. I think this will give them the experience and testing that they need to make SteamOS available for all x86 devices at large. Now, I did mention Hollow ISO, and like I said, I think it's awesome. If you're not aware, this is a community-led project that maintains a version of the SteamOS recovery image in a generic and installed format. The project is maintained by Dvakovsk is taken and has a dozen or more contributors already. And to be fair, a lot of functionality is already working on this image. The deck UI looks great and it brings with it the benefit of easy navigation. The shader pre-caching works the same way it does on the Steam Deck, so it downloads pre-cached shaders intended for the deck. If your setup is significantly different from a deck, then this may not be helpful, but I think for something like a 6800U, it should work just fine. Someone out there, feel free to comment and let me know if I'm wrong on that. Global FSR also works, and so do system updates and switch to desktop functionality. On the other hand, controls for TDP and GPU clock are limited and only work for some devices. It doesn't work on APUs, including the AMD 6800U. That said, I imagine this is something that could be worked on since there is a command line tool that makes it easy to adjust the TDP on AMD APUs. The reason I'm bringing this all up is because Valve does have another option. They could just open source it like they have done with Proton and let the community contribute to making SteamOS more usable outside of the Steam Deck. I think that would be smart to do, but I'm not sure that they have any plans to do so. When I asked Valve for comment, they said, quote, 
we're excited to eventually make SteamOS available for all devices, including handheld PCs manufactured by other companies. The team is still working on finalizing SteamOS, and we don't have anything else to announce today." End quote. But what do you think? Do you think Valve will keep it all in-house or open source some of it? Do you think it's a good idea for them to host other devices like the GPD WinMax 2 on the Steam site, and would that make you more amenable to buying one? Let me know how you feel in the comments. With that, let's get into some other Steam Deck updates. There's a new Steam Deck client beta that released last week. This update was really small containing two bug fixes as well as an update to the keyboard behavior that better accommodates the faster touch typers. There's also a new Proton Experimental available. This makes a few more games playable like the popular free-to-play title Rift. Not to mention the venerable third-person hero shooter Plants vs Zombies Garden Warfare 2. There are video playback and launcher fixes for games like Postal Brain Damage, Turbo Overkill, and Persona 4 Golden. And curiously, Proton now supports automatically bringing up the on-screen keyboard for the FF14 launcher. Pretty interesting that they're handling that on the Proton side, I wonder if it can be used elsewhere as well. In related news, Gaming on Linux noted that as of this past weekend, we hit over 4,000 titles that are marked as either verified or playable on the Steam Deck, so while the pace of games getting evaluated feels a little slow to me personally, progress does continue to be made on this effort. In other news, the Steam Deck remains number one on the Steam top seller list. That's now the seventh consecutive week where the Steam Deck comes in at number one. It's been available for purchase for 19 weeks, and it's been either number one or number two since then. This week it's joined by pre-orders for Stray. I don't know about you guys, but I'm really looking forward to this one. After all, nothing feels better than the inside of a cat. Uh, wait. Reviews are already in and everything is looking great with one small exception. It's an Unreal game and appears to suffer from the trademark stutters on PC. That said, this should not be an issue on the Steam Deck where we have those good old precast shaders. Additionally, one of my favorite YouTube channels, Skill Up, tried this on a Steam Deck and he said it's best to set the refresh rate to 40, lower the resolution scaling to 70%, use the medium preset for the best experience. Either way, this is already deck verified, so yeah, I am firing this up as soon as I can. Also notable on this top seller list are the two Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak entries. One is the DLC itself, and the other is the bundle for the game and DLC together. We knew that Sunbreak would sell well, but I'm still fascinated to see all the interest it's garnering and how that includes people that don't already own the base game. That's awesome! On the subject of games, there are a couple releases to keep your eye on this week. In addition to Stray, Forza Horizon 5 has Hot Wheels DLC coming today, and that looks really freaking sick. Speaking of Microsoft, they are publishing the interactive fiction title as Dusk Falls, also out today. This is the first IF title that I've seen that includes co-op play, so that's pretty cool. Hell Pie is a game that gives me serious Conker's Bad Fur Day vibes. It's a 3D platformer that combines adorable with sick, immature humor, and I'm here for it. That one's out on Thursday. And finally is Endling Extinction is Forever. This one's a thoughtful, eco-conscious adventure. Mankind has nearly destroyed Earth and you play as the last mother fox on the planet trying to keep your pups alive. This one also drops today and has a free demo out now. Finally for today, I have two community spotlights and these both come from the Steam Deck subreddit. The first is done by Donner Euros, who wrote a super in-depth guide on Proton and how to run non-Steam games in Lutris. This is a nicely written guide and can help you with any non-Steam game you may want to run on your Steam Deck. Second is a Chrome extension that is being worked on by Captain Pete Metz. 
This extension will show off ProtonDB status and deck verification status on the Steam store and it makes browsing for Steam Deck games a lot easier. My understanding is that this extension is not quite ready for download yet, but if you want something like it, you can always use ProtonDB for Steam extension available in the Chrome Web Store. As always, links are in the description. That's going to do it for today's news roundup. As always, if you've enjoyed this video, be sure to hit the like and subscribe. And if you feel like helping me out a little more, consider joining awesome folks like Andre V and Popo on my Patreon. That gang out. Goodbye.